it was like, amen, when the Spirit of the Lord moved on me and I danced and I shouted. Let me tell you, whatever pleasure is out there in the world, it's nothing compared to joy unspeakable and full of glory. How the devil will absolutely torment you. Do you think you're going to go to hell and never feel tormented? Amen. You know what's going on in your mind right now. You know the pressure. You know the way the devil talks. You know the way the devil drives you. Amen. He tells you you cannot quit. You cannot get free. You cannot ever get rid of the devil. You cannot ever break the habit. Can you imagine what he will be like in hell. Amen. The number one main thing is to reach the lost for Jesus Christ. Oh, yes, we must preach with a burden that the blood of Jesus Christ still cleanses from all sin. Hello. Thank you for tuning in to Holiness Preaching Online podcast. Here is a great sermon from a great Pentecostal holiness preacher. us in the book of St. Luke, the 15th chapter, very familiar scripture this morning. Praise God. 15th chapter of the book of St. Luke, we'll be starting there with the 11th verse, very familiar scripture. When you're there, please say amen. All right. The Bible said, and he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country. And there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. Verse number 17 said, And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. Verse 20 said, And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Hallelujah. Let's read that verse one more time. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him, had compassion, and ran. And fell on his neck and kissed him. God help me this morning. I'd like to preach on a reason to run. A reason to run. Will you stretch your hands toward heaven? Ask God to help. And anoint this preacher this morning. Lord, we come before you, God. 
us this morning, Lord, anoint this servant, oh God, hallelujah, hallelujah. I really enjoyed the message the brother brought this morning, amen, I really liked that part about the world to come, amen, praise God, I really enjoyed that, and, uh, uh, but God touched me uh, last night, well, several, probably a few days ago, amen, but, but he touched me last night when I was praying, I said, God, what? Would you have me say? What would you have me do? And, and God, I felt like, directed me to these scriptures. And uh, I, I, I began to look at this. And, and I, I looked and I said, my goodness, what a sad day it must have been for this father and this mother. And only those that are here in this building this morning with young men and young women in that far country would know how this father and mother must have felt. Amen. It would have been practical for the elder brother to leave home because he was the oldest. But this time it was the youngest. You see, he was the baby of the family that decided he didn't want to be, amen, the baby anymore. But he wanted to be his own man. So the Bible said that he asked his father for his portion of goods and so he packs his bags and he leaves. Now I'm going somewhere, just hold on. Amen, I can see this mother and I can see this father as they kiss their son goodbye and as they watch him walk down the sidewalk and as they watch him walk through, amen, the, 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 the picket gate and, and they watch him walk down the drive and, and finally they watch him until he fades out of sight and, and I can just imagine about all the nights of, of turning and tossing and worrying about over their young son, the baby, wondering where he was or what he was doing and what a terrible day that must have been. Now come on here. Amen. But I can also imagine as this young man when sin has took him as low as it could take him, the Bible said that he came to himself. Now I'm going somewhere, just hold on. Amen. The Bible said that after he had spent all that he joined himself to a citizen of that far country and now we find him in the hog pen and the Bible clearly says in verse 17 that he comes to himself. Somewhere along the way this boy gets homesick. Now come on now. Praise God. He gets homesick in the hog pen. Thanks, Sister Stephanie, for that one. Amen. Praise God. But I can see him. Let me say this right here. For those of you that have uh, lost family members and lost boys and girls and lost wives and lost husbands, amen, let me reassure you this morning, no matter how far they may go into that country, they still know where home is. Praise God. No matter how long, sin, uh, how long sin takes them, they still know where home is. Come on. But notice here, I gotta hurry. But uh, the Bible said that he came to himself and he starts his way 
back home. He says, I'm going home. What a terrible day it was when the father and mother, Brother Marquis, looked and watched him leave. No doubt the heartache, no doubt the pain, but can you imagine, Brother Mike Roberts, when they looked down the road and guess who it was coming up the road? It wasn't the elder brother. It was the prodigal coming home. What a day that was. My God, I'm preaching on a reason to run this morning. Well, I can imagine now as the father looks and the Bible said as he was a great way off, his father saw him. Praise God. And had compassion and ran. Praise God. What are you talking about? Well, you see, it didn't matter where this boy had been. It didn't matter what he looked like at that time. It did not matter. The stench of the hog pen was on him. But the only thing that mattered was that he was coming home and his father said in spite of all the circumstances, no matter the situation, what the boy's been in, my God in heaven, I got a reason to run out and greet him. Hey, don't you know, church, we've got a reason to run this morning. Come on here. God help me. I feel the Lord here. I'd like to preach. I really would. I often wondered what it was. I have. I often I said, Lord, I just don't understand why he ran. I really didn't. I'm I'm, I'm honest. I, I really didn't. But glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. But he looked out and he said, you know what? Hallelujah. I could sin. I wonder, I wonder, I said, Lord, why didn't he send the servants to meet him? Why didn't he send the chariots to pick him up? Brother Mike Barker, why didn't he send? Amen. The brother. Oh, but you know what? That father had a reason. And that reason was love. Because he loved him. He said, I will go myself and greet him. Glory to God. I've got a reason to run meet him. Before the devil gets to him. Before the older brother gets to him. I've got a reason to run. Well, don't you know, church, we've got a reason this morning. And I come here to remind us that we are running in a race. Come on here. I said we're running in a race. And let us not forget the reason why we're running. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let me go on here. Look, uh, look here in St. John's Gospel. Verse number tw- uh, chapter 20, verses 1 through 4. This father looked out and he saw his son coming. And he said, oh, there's my son. He 
it didn't matter, Brother Mike. It didn't matter to him that he looked dirty. He was filthy. He was wretched. It didn't matter. He said, I'm going to run to meet him. I'm going to run and embrace him. What was the brother talking about this morning? Talking about that, that other world. Hallelujah. Well, I don't know how I'm going to tie this in together here, but I'm just going to try it. Amen. Don't you know we're running a race this morning? Don't you know? Praise God. We're running in a race for that other world. we got to get to that other world. Praise God. No, uh, number 20 here, or chapter 20, verse number 4, said, so they ran both together and the other disciple did outrun Peter and came first to the sepulcher. For some odd reason, John, the beloved disciple, outran Peter. Now look at it here. He outran Peter to get to the tomb. It was Peter that was at the cross. Hey Amen. It was Peter that denied the Lord. It was Peter that went out and wept bitterly. Oh God. It was because Peter needed him. Come on here. Peter needed the Lord now. But you see, it was the disciple John that was at the foot of the cross looking upon him. And it was that same disciple that the Lord said, Behold thy mother, woman, behold thy son. It was because the love that John had for Jesus that put him in a desperate run. No, you see, our need sometimes will cause us to run. But you know what? We can run this morning simply because we love him. Does anybody love the Lord this morning? Then you've got a reason to run. In spite of your needs, in spite of your circumstances, you've got a greater reason to run now than you've ever had. Don't look back. Don't give up. Because you've got a reason. Praise God. Anybody love the Lord? Can you say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. It was that reason of love that reached out that John grabbed a hold of and put him in the forefront. Oh, God. Oh, God. Well, let me keep going here. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24 said, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all. But one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. What are you going to do? Amen. When your family walks out. What are you going to do? When it looks like all things are hopeless. Amen. What are you going to do? i tell you what you do. You run that you may obtain. Glory to God. I said you run that you may obtain. Hey, listen. He said every man striveth for his mastery, his temperate knowledge. 
all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. Praise God. It was the same writer that wrote, he said, I've kept the faith and I've finished my course. He said, I didn't look behind me. I didn't look to the side or to the left. He said, I just kept on running. What some of us need to do here this morning is grab a hold of that reason to run and say, I'm going to keep on running. No matter what the devil says, no matter what mom and dad says, I'm going to keep on running because I have a reason. Anybody got a reason to run here this morning? Could it be that we have people looking at us and watching us? Huh? The father, he sat there and he kept on looking because he had a boy out there that was lost. Some of you got lost family, lost loved ones. You got a reason to run this morning. You hear me? You got a reason to keep on running. My Lord, great God is high. I feel the Lord here this morning. I feel like running my last mile home. I read a story. I'm going to hurry here. But uh, I read a story about a runner. It was a big race. Hundreds of people turned out. And he had raced before. He had won some gold medals. And he was a great runner. But when the, the press interviewed him, Brother Paul Marquis said, Sir, why are you running today? And he, said, he stood there a minute. And he didn't answer him. And the reporter said, is it because you love to run? He said, no. Is it because of the prize at the finish line? He thought of me and he said, no. He said, please tell me, sir, why are you running? What is your reason? He said, sir, would you please look up there in the stands? He said, I've got a little girl up there that's dying with cancer. And her last request was, Daddy, I'd like to see you cross that finish line one more time before I die. He said, my reason today is not money. It's not gold. It's not fame. He said, but today I'm running for her life. Hallelujah. Hey, don't you know today you're running for your life. You hear me? I said you're running for your life. Ecclesiastes said run. The race is not to the swift. Amen. And Paul said, oh, if you just run and cross that finish line, if you just grab a hold of that reason to run, amen, you'll obtain a prize after a while. He said, henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. Glory to God that he shall give me that righteous judge. My God, church, we've got a reason to run. Don't give up. Don't look back. We've got a reason this morning. Oh, God. 
Help us. Help us. As I hasten to a close, chapter number 12 of Hebrews, very familiar scripture, said, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which do so easily beset us. But listen to this. He said, and let us run. Thank God. Let us run with patience that race that's set before us. What are you going to do, preacher, when your mama and daddy says, come home, get a job? It ain't working out. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep on running. Whoa, why? Because I got a reason to run. Don't you know? Hey, you're compassed about with greater cloud of witnesses this morning cheering you on, saying, just keep on running. Just keep on running. You got a lost boy and lost girl out there, but they're looking for you. You got to keep on running. Let us run. Church, that's what I like to tell us this morning. Let us run. We've got a reason deep down inside of us to run this race. Amen. Come on, whether it be need or whether it be the love of God. Somebody help me this morning. Praise the Lamb of God. Hey, hey, I'm glad that he died for me. I'm glad that he said I could be saved and that's reason enough for me to get up from where I'm at. Yes, I may be in the valley. I may be discouraged, but I'm going to keep on running. Praise God. Would you stand with me? The woman went... Thank you for tuning in to Holiness Preaching Online Podcast. If you would like more information about sending sermons to us, please send them to holyliving.dylan, that's D-Y-L-A-N, at gmail.com. That's holyliving.dylan at gmail.com. Always feel free to contact us. Once again, thanks for tuning in to our podcast.